your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. And welcome to the Ken Miller Show on a Tuesday. Trent Condon's with me. He and I will uh, talk sports with you for the next uh, couple of hours. We're here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking sports with you, localizing as best as we can, whenever we can. However, these are the months that it gets more difficult and more difficult uh, to be able to pull that off. Coming up on the program today, Zubin Mahente, ESPN, will be here. He's our only guest uh, in the uh, first hour of the program. Zubin, as he always does, we will bounce around the world of sports with him. We'll do NFL Draft. We'll do a lot of NBA. We'll do some MLB. Oh, by the way, Trent Otani versus Houston tonight. Mm, that's, that's a juicy, juicy one. one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We've been working together for how long now? We're already starting to complete each other's sentences. <laughs> well done, TC. Um, so Zuba Mahente will be here in the 1 o'clock hour. We will talk to Josh Martin, get into the NBA, as I was last night. I'm assuming you were. Mm-hmm. Boy, that third quarter was tough to watch if you're a T-Wolves fan. I and I am, and you in yeah, a way I like am. Him a lot, yeah. But it was so entertaining from the aspect of just how Greatness. well Houston was playing mm-hmm. that. I mean, I was I was chuckling to myself, and my wife keeps looking over at me. She's yeah. sitting in the other chair, like, "Why? Why are you laughing? Your team's getting throttled." Right. It's just, like the Iowa Wolves came out of the locker room <laughs> after the first uh, twenty-four minutes. It really is. And the T Wolves were bad, but. Houston, when they're at that level, oh. it's so entertaining. James Harden, Trent. Yeah. He passes the ball to, I don't want to say they're no-look passes, but he just sees the floor so damn well. You know, mm-hmm. he knows where the open guy is going to be, and inevitably he's open for it. Whoever the uh, the recipient of the pass is is open for a wide-open three, and more often than not, especially last night, they were hitting them. That was, okay, not fun to watch if you're a T-Wolves fan, right. but impressive nonetheless. It, it was. And 50 points in a quarter, what, 37 out of Paul and Harden it's during nuts. that third. It's as good as you're going to get. Yep. And didn't watch much after that. No, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I, uh, I dipped out. The Twins were not very entertaining last night. They took it on the chin. Yeah, I'll take you. I didn't see any baseball last night. You're lucky. That was an ugly one as well. So it was, in fact, I, I dipped into a little hockey. They, no hockey they, tonight. No hockey tonight. No. Boston, Toronto was really good. Washington, Columbus, not so much. Yeah. I mean, good for Washington, right? They they came four back. Straight. Four straight. They were down 2 nothing in that series. And now we get Washington and the Penguins. Mm-hmm. No, this next round of the playoffs is going to be through the roof. Jets, Preds, Pens, Caps, going to be crazy. And then Tampa Bay will either get the the, the, the Boston Bruins or the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, which one am I missing? Oh, the Sharks and the Golden Knights. I got the odds, in fact, for those series right in front of me, right as you were talking. Every one of the series? Well, outside of the one that we're awaiting. Okay, we so um, Pe- Pittsburgh's got to be a tiny... Well, here's the thing. I'm surprised they put out a number because of Genny Malkin. Is, he may not play in this series. Mm-hmm. People I- are thinking, who? <laughs> I've, I've heard of that name. <laughs> I know you? that name. That's a name No, he's I know. a star. All right. So last night I saw a series price, and I jumped on it right away. It was Penguins plus 115. Penguins plus money. Plus 115. Today, this is from the Las Vegas Superbook. So this is one of those shady offshore places that 
that I like to dabble in. This is something real. This is legal sports wagering if you're in Nevada. By the way, the Supreme Court did not render their decision again today. A lot of people thought that today was going to be the day, but they have... What what was the reason behind that? They I don't we know we don't know. They have a list of things right that, that they they release a few at a time. Now the next time we could find out would be next Monday, April thirtieth. Okay. There'll be another batch of Supreme Court rulings that are released. Everybody in the industry, I mean everybody in the mm-hmm. industry, believes that the Supreme Court will rule favorably uh, when it comes to New Jersey's quest to offer sports wagering. Once New Jersey gets the thumbs up, you know what that means. The states have control of it, and they'll get to determine for themselves whether they want to offer sports wagering or not, and a good number of them will. And, and speaking of that, and for people on the edge of their seats, yes, I'll give you the hockey prices here in a no, moment. No, I, I do want to hear I know you do. Yeah. But I saw a conversation back and forth with a number of Vegas guys. My buddy Chris Andrews out there. South Point, yep. Uh, one of the, was it Emerson, the guy that writes for Covers.com? Pat Emerson, yes. He was on there. A couple other Vegas names that I think people would know that if you're interested in sports gambling on Twitter. And New Jersey somehow came up with a number of, $9 billion over X amount of years would be bet legally in the state. In the state of New Jersey? And and they were laughing about that. And then they were talking about how those numbers are not even close. And where do they get these numbers? And they were right. going back and forth. But, but the other part, and somebody who is a pro out there brought this up, says if these if states in general think they're just going to be able to open up a book, and it's just going to be cash flow coming in. Mm-hmm. We'll take lines from somebody. We'll pay whoever it is mm-hmm. for the lines. And it's just going to be a cash flow. They're going to be sadly mistaken because there are going to be pros that are going to find these lines, that are going to find avenues. And if they're just going, quote unquote, by the book. So they don't think they'll partner with licensed they bookmakers will. in Nevada? They will just for the for point spreads. But if they're not going to move lines, if they're not going to try to balance the books. If Manage they think, the money like what right. Jason Symbol does for us. If right. they don't have somebody like that, a couple of the pros that were in that thread, they mm-hmm. were basically licking their chops and saying, well, I'm leaving Nevada. <laughs> I'm going to find one of these places one of these states. and throttle them. Right. Because it's not as simple as that. I mean, people think it's... No. They're, and it's not the cash cow that a lot of people think it is, right, too. That's the other thing. Right. I mean, here's here's the thing that comes with it. And, and I do truly believe this. And this is the way it should be, in my opinion. I don't think we should just flip the switch to be able to bet on your smartphones right away. Mm-hmm. I think that the bricks and mortar institutions see that as the casinos in our state. You should have to go to Prairie Meadows to make a bet. Or you should have to go to Wild Rose Jefferson to make a bet. Mm-hmm. Um, or to open an account. And then maybe once that... Once you go there originally to refund your account, et cetera, I think that's the way it's going to be done. So just back to New Jersey for a second sure. with that with that big number that they've thrown out there. Are they assuming that New York gets it? Because if they don't get it, do you know how busy the tunnel is going oh. to be back oh, yeah. and forth to the Meadowlands? Right. No, that's a great point. Yeah. And do you know who has the Meadowlands sports race, or, or race and sports book once it opens? CG? Yeah. Nice. Um yeah, I mean, Meadowlands is going to be bonkers. Yeah, because you know it's in the same parking lot as the Meadowlands, right? Oh, just a uh, MetLife Stadium. Just MetLife Stadium, yeah. <laughs> exactly. An eighty thousand seat behemoth yeah. that just happens to have two proteins. It's true, and and uh, it's not anymore. What what was the uh, the home of the Devils and the home of the Nets for? What was the name of that? The building? Prudential Center. Well, that's where they play now, right? Okay. But they they moved down the interstate a little All bit. Right. But this but uh, that's what was the name of that damn building? 
Well, anyways, in that same parking lot was the Meadowlands Racetrack, Mm -hmm. was at the time the old giant stadium, and then where the Devils and the Nets played. Bryce Byrne Arena or something like that? Brendan Byrne? Brendan Byrne Arena? That's not ringing a bell with me. I've always known it as the Prudential Center. I'm Googling, Trent. And it's probably, yeah, I'm sure it's probably a new building now. But, I mean, I remember when when Seton Hall used to play there, right? I don't know that. In the Big East days of the 80s and Big Monday, I'm almost positive the Seton Hall played their home games there. Brendan Byrne Arena. Brendan Byrne Arena. Uh, I'm going to wiki it. Did it turn into the Prudential Center? Or is that the older building now? There's something new there, too. I don't know. Brendan Byrne. Continental Airlines. Continental Airlines. Yeah. That's what it was. The Nets, before they moved to Brooklyn, Yeah, they played there. Devils. So, anyways, it's all part of the New Jersey Sports and Exposition Authority, I think it's called. But um, that'll have to be packed if, New, if yes. New York doesn't get sports wager. Maybe that's how they got to that number. Right. All right. So, back to your numbers because yes. we've kept the people waiting long enough, damn it. All right. Here we go. I'm going to save the best for you for last. Let's start in Vegas. Where they are favored, and they are favored um, significantly, I would think, just because you can't get a bet on the Sharks. I mean, right. the Soviet Olympic team, um, the I Believe in Miracles team, could go in there and the Golden Knights would be favored. What are they favored? Vegas born is minus 140. Okay. Plus 120 on the Sharks. I'm, I'm, I'm out of that series. I've, I've completely missed on Las Vegas all year long. Yeah. And uh, the San Jose series, I, I was on the other side. I had Anaheim, so yeah, I, did too. I like the Sharks either, so... In fact, I'm 0-2 of those two series. All right, that I, so Golden Knights at. are favored. Let's save the West for last. You just told us about the Penguins, and that, that number has moved to what now? It is now Penguins minus 120. I don't get it. Malkin's not going to play. It's the Capitals in the playoffs. I know, and they get rolled every year by the yeah. Penguins, every single year. Nine they... out of ten times, mm-hmm. it has been the Penguins. It's... Saw an interview after the game last night, and I get it. What's he supposed to say, right? But they, um, whoever, Joe Micheletti, I think, was on the ice with uh, with Alex Ovechkin after the series, asked him a couple of questions because he was really good at a couple of goals in the game last night. Um Ask him about the Penguin series. You, you know, his only response was, it was a long question, and, and Ovechkin's response was, can't wait. <laughs> and that's saying the right thing. Sure. Uh, but you're right, Pitt- Pittsburgh has had their number again. But if Malkin can't play, keep that in mind if you're yeah. thinking of dabbling. All right, let's go to the other I two. So we do, do you? Yeah. So did they put up a number against Tampa? They have not, no. They're awaiting the result of, of Toronto Well, they'll Boston. be a favorite over Toronto, but I don't know if they'd be a favorite over Boston or not. Obviously, it'd be a lot tighter number. Mm-hmm. Right, Nashville's favored. I get yes. that. Nashville yes. is favored. Um, how much money will, will the people that bet the Jets make? They will get plus 125. So for every 100, you get 125 back. So you got to lay what? Buck 45? Well, yeah. Yep, 145. And... I uh, well, I was played around with these to make a hundred, and I also took a shot on your Jets. Finally, well, plus six fifty to win it all. To win it all, the winner of this series will win the Stanley Cup. And the you told me that yesterday. I Nashville, told you that since the playoffs were announced. I know I should have done it earlier. <laughs> yeah. It was plus four twenty five on Nashville, so I also wow took a shot. So those are my two futures. Mm-hmm. I also hit the Penguins at seven to one. So I played around with three. I'm going to win one. I think Washington's going to give them this. Vegas might isn't be their, winning. No, I don't think all. I don't think Vegas is either. Trent. San Jose is. Tampa nope. would probably be the team yeah, to be Tampa's most good. concerned about. Tampa's good. I'll give you that. Tampa's but good. If any of those three win it, mm-hmm. I walk away in plus money. Good for you. 
you know, dabbling it, a little bit. Congratulations to your 28, 2018 uh, Stanley Cup champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> or, the, or the Las Vegas Golden <laughs> yes, yes. Say it ain't so. <laughs> All right, last night, uh, back to just real quick, because I don't think we spent enough time on, on Minnesota and, and Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Look, I thought watching the first 24 minutes of the basketball game, I thought, you know what, Minnesota's kind of go- they're going to the locker room. Yeah, they're down one. Mm-hmm. They should have had the lead. I mean, they, yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah. make a free throw to save, to save their lives. Um, let a number of, I thought, left a number of shots on the floor. You feel pretty good because Harden's struggling again. He's not shooting the ball well. Everybody's starting to put out uh, put out tweets just how poorly he is shot mm-hmm. in this series. It's an historical low for James Harden. And then the third quarter started, and the onslaught began. And I turned it off, Trent. At the um, you know after twelve the, the the twelve minutes of the third quarter, I said no more. Fifty to twenty. 50 to 20 in a quarter I know. of basketball. And it wasn't that close. I mean, I was surprised they scored 20. Like, and the Timberwolves got some guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Towns was playing well in mm-hmm. the first half. and Foul trouble, but playing well, yeah. They, they were talking about him being more aggressive instead of fading away, going right. into the rim and, and making those kind of plays. And Oh, was that at halftime with Barkley and with Shaq? Well, they, they've been ripping on him quite a bit. They did and a really good piece. Now, what, what's feed, by the way? I meant to ask you this yesterday. What do you watch? I It depends pretty much always the national feed because... Yeah, I've been watching the locals. I, maybe because I watched them all year long. Yeah. I watch the Fox Sports North guys. I don't like their play-by-play guys. Yeah, I'm not enthralled by them. No. I just feel like I'm more... I, I don't In know. tune with yeah, them. Yeah, I just yeah. listen to them so many times. Right. But then at, at halftime, actually it wasn't. I saw it on Twitter, that, um, and I was disappointed I missed it. I should have gone over to the halftime yeah. show because, I mean, these are, these are stars. Yes. <laughs> this is a really good, really good crew. When Shaq's saying what a big man should do, you're listening. And when Barkley's backing it up and agreeing with Shaq, you, you, know, you really pay attention. Yes, absolutely. Still, a foundation is there now for the T-Wolves. I mean, they, they need help. Mm-hmm. People talk about how young they are, mm-hmm. and certainly a couple of their stars are young, but... Outside of Wiggins and Towns, this is an old team. This is one of the oldest teams in the league. Well, Butler. Butler is 20... Mid-20s, is he not? 27? Is that old? I thought he was 25, I... 26. Yeah. You could be right. Uh, what do you do with Derrick Rose? Oh, you got to chat it. I mean, th- those are the kind of things. Him, uh, Crawford. Yeah, I would. if I could keep one, I would keep Rose. Really? I think. I mean, look, Rose has been aggressive going to the hoop. Um I liked I I've liked his series so far. I have. Twenty eight for Jimmy Butler. Is he that old? He'll turn twenty nine well, in September. T- well, there's your so he'll be twenty jeez. Yeah. Before next season. Uh-huh. And you have to get younger at spots. Because the other thing is Tibbs never plays a lot of guys. And you are grinding these guys down. Mm-hmm. They need to get deeper. Mm-hmm. And they need to get guys that he'll actually trust is another part of it, which is incredibly difficult right. to do play for him. But the foundation's there. I mean, you, you get to the playoffs now, and now you continue to ascend. And remember, before the Jimmy Butler injury, this is a team that was on their way to a top three, four seed in yep. the West. Looked like it. So a healthy Butler all season, fill a couple of gaps next year. Ascending up. Green Arrow pointing up for the T-Wolves. That's a good Let's thing. stay in uh, the state to our north. I, like I said, I didn't watch any of your twins last <laughs> night. Uh, it was hockey and, and, and uh, NBA. Um, bad. Uh, Odorizzi struggled a little bit last night, uh, gave up a, a bomb early. He was he settled in after a, a rough start, but in the end, it was just bullpen and are they Are they not hitting the baseball? Uh, they didn't last night. Tanaka was solid, mm-hmm. and Tanaka was painting the black a couple of times. But, 
they were down 5-1. They had a couple opportunities early on. Dozier had an RBI to, to cut it to 5-1, but he had the bases loaded. So, big mm. bop, you know, they're right back in it. They, there were opportunities there early on, and then, yeah, at the end, it was just an implosion. But, in fact, uh, Ryan Lemire, who's been uh, playing a little bit of center field with Buxton out, he pitched. <laughs> what he, inning? It was the ninth. <laughs> the, or the eighth. The eighth? And he, uh, he pitched with his eye black on, which is always entertaining. <laughs> don't see that very often. And you see a guy out there with the eye black chucking it up at 82 miles an How hour. was he, though? It's terrible. Did, did, did they, they hit it all over the uh, I think he it? gave up a grand slam to D.D. Oh, no, did he really? Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, last thing before we get to uh, Zubin Manton here. Iowa State Steve Prohm, uh, another transfer making their way yeah. to Ames. Uh, look, this is a um, a, a kid who um, led uh, the Rams, Larry Eustachie's Rams at the time, to leave for the majority of the season uh, in points in um, – He's a good player, Trent. Good player. Mm-hmm. The average 32 minutes. He's a point guard. He's going to have to sit out this year. Wigington, if indeed he does a bit of due to uh, college basketball after next year, they've got their point guard for one year because he's played three seasons already. Uh, but it's kind of, uh, you know, you take a guy off Medved's roster uh, and, um, and park him over in Ames for a year, and he sits out and... Um, I'm not going to sit here and lie to tell you I watched a lot of Colorado State Rams. In fact, I'm not sure I ever did this year, but you Google them and you see a lot of glowing reports on Prentice Nixon. Looks like Iowa State may have themselves some, you know, kid that's got some more than potential. He's already oh, yeah. proved it. And, and he's a scoring guard. You know, he is not, he's not Monte Morris when you're thinking of point guards. He is, he's more of that, I want to say shoot first because that has a negative mm-hmm. connotation. Six foot, is he six one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he'll, he'll fill it up and, I mean, even if Wigington would come back then for what would be his junior season, those are two guys I think that could play together. And with I, this class coming in, yeah, Michael Jacobson will still be there. Shyock will graduate. Be, that'll yeah, be it. gone. Yep. But yeah, Lard's around. Ooh. Solomon Young's around. Ooh. Pretty salty team. It is. It's starting to. We're a long way from that. And Prome, he's big game hunting in the high school ranks. He, he's is he? looking right now. Again, when you do that, and you know, we talk a lot about DJ Carton with Iowa. Mm-hmm. Iowa State's right there too. Are they? And, and who else this week? Didn't you tell me? Um, USC offered Indiana, Michigan have been kind of the big mm-hmm. three as of late. Uh, you of course have Ohio State, which was one I think that really kind of his first ever offer was Wisconsin. Marquette's also involved, and I think he's interested in that. He uh, he told Eric Bossy from Rivals he's going to cut his list down to ten uh, coming up here in the next you know month or so. I think all those teams will be in there, but but the other thing is, what if you do get a phone call from North Carolina, from Kansas, from even Villanova, you know, schools like that, does that shift the dynamic? Because it does sound like those blue bloods certainly do interest him, but I would say right now, keep an eye on Chris Holtman in Ohio State. They visited when the Buckeyes were in town, I know, over there in the Quad Cities, and I think he really likes that program. That was kind of that was one that, that changed the game. It wasn't just those regional schools around the mm-hmm. Quad Cities, but kind of expanded out. And Indiana. I mean, you, you always have to worry about Indiana. That is a blue blood program. Yeah. Though they haven't been there in a while, it's still a blue blood program. So that's going to be interesting. But The two new coaches <laughs> in the Big Ten last year uh, yeah. certainly making some waves, are they not? And coming into our state. But, I mean, personally, I want DJ Carton to go to Iowa State. I mean, you, I want to see this kid play for – well, at least a couple Speaking of, years. of which, and, and I wish I could remember the kid's name. Are you aware of this kid that uh, there's football, but but and track kid who's going to be a Drake? This this running back from Southeast Pole. Oh, he's awesome! I've called two of his games. Called one his freshman year. What's his name two again? Last year. Oh, what is his name? I, I called his games. Got too many names running in my head. 
But he he's excellent. He is, and he has size. When you get an offer as a running back before you've played your sophomore year, that says something. And mm-hmm. this is going to be another one of these kind of big-name national recruits that's going to be right in our backyard. Southeast Polk teams that – not the powers that Denny Muller had before, you know. Oh boy, they, he did have some teams, did he not? <laughs> he really the did. Jeff Woody era, yes. Starsevich. Yes, very, very good teams. And they're sending back up. He's going to be a big part of that. But watching at times him play against the Dowlings in the Valleys of the world when his offensive line doesn't give him a ton of room mm-hmm. out there, he can make room. He, he is physically impo- was physically imposing last year as a sophomore, even the year before as a freshman. And uh, he'll be a lot of fun to watch. Speaking of making room, we're going to make room for Zubin Mahente. He joins us when we come back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2, every Monday through Friday, noon to 2. Local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Join Coach Ben Jameson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, there's something about protecting people's homes through Progressive that inspires me because I just had an idea for a book. Well, it was originally an idea for a movie based on a play inspired by a podcast, but the idea is how you can save when you bundle home and auto. Hmm, might not be the best idea for a book. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe a radio commercial? Guess we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now with Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 623.18. When it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need to get to a short list of qualified candidates fast. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using our intuitive online dashboard. Your time is precious. Let Indeed help you get to your shortlist of qualified candidates. Host a job today at Indeed.com hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Trent and I until two. Jimmy B and TC later on in your day afternoon sports talk on your radio from four until six. Zubin Mahente, ESPN joins us. I'm imagining that uh, kind of hectic at the four letter network this week with the NBA playoffs in full steam and all the assets that they devote and the resources that they devote to the NFL draft. Is anybody left in the on the campus, Zubin? How are you? Oh, man, it is a really busy time of year. It's so funny you say that. Um, I actually, I believe I went to bed today. My head hit the pillow. Uh, There's a lot of late nights. Russell Westbrook was especially slow in getting to the podium Mm, last night after that loss. I think I got to bed after 5 a.m. local time, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Wow, that's ridiculous. Really good for you. Yeah, Yeah, but it was a lot of great stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, after the way the... The Maple Leafs looked, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. The emotion after everything yeah. that had happened in Toronto. And then after what Ovi was able to do, after Tortorella had the guarantee mm-hmm. and Ovi had his own guarantee to set up a matchup with Sid the Kid. And then Mitchell just, I mean, he's in a club with Michael Jordan now in terms of guards yes. and playoff rookie debuts. I mean, unbelievable 
night of sports. And we didn't do a lick of the draft. So it just goes to show you what kind of week this really is. Hmm. Well, you know, I just uh, let me jump in because I asked Trent this before we went on the air. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, um, I, I watched oh, into, the, into the third quarter of that uh, Utah OKC game last night. Was Donovan Mitchell supposed to be this good? No, I don't think so. I think there was some real question whether he might actually return to Louisville. That was a big question. I think I remember last year after the championship game that North Carolina had won, they were putting together, everybody was putting together their, you know, way too early top 25 poll that everybody likes to do the second the season ends. And I remember plenty of people actually had Louisville at number one contingent upon Donovan Mitchell staying. So I guess the people that really, really follow the sport, you know, the guys that covered every single day, and that's their beat. A lot of them had a pretty good beat, shall we say, on how good he was um, because a lot of them had Louisville pegged as the number one team in the country. But remember, he was really great at the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas, Nevada. He was tremendous. But because Lonzo was just a revelation, I mean, Lonzo would be playing a game at 1030 at night on ESPN2 on a weeknight. It would be the highest rated thing on ESPN2 all day. You got to think about how many people got to go to work the next day. And, you know, people were just staying up. Obviously there's a big West coast audience for that. Cause he was a Laker, but he stole the thunder at the summer league. And uh, by the way, he deserved it. He was amazing. Um, but Mitchell also had a great summer league, but it was just completely overshadowed because of the great play of Lonzo ball. So I guess the jazz probably knew what they had, and people that were watching the summer league, like Nitty Gritty, knew what they had. Um, but to do it on this stage is a little different than doing it in the summer league. Um, he's the best player on the floor. And that's, that's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, Paul George is a great player. Carmelo is a you know, shell of what he used to be, yep. obviously. Um, but Westbrook is Westbrook. But in this series, that kid is the best player on the floor. It's also been a career rejuvenating moment for Ricky Rubio. It's really unbelievable you know, Quinn got a lot of heat, you know, because back when we were there, when Quinn was coaching in Missouri, it was in the Big 12, and it was a little different. Um, but that guy's rehabbed his image, too. It's pretty unbelievable. And remember, this is a jazz team that lost Hayward and Hill, and as we know, you know, they don't have a ton of stars, but they lost them both, and they looked amazing. It was very similar to what Indiana did, losing Paul George, and then end up having a better record this year. So hats off to McMillan there. Hats off to Quinn Snyder. Let's uh, jump to last night's T-Wolves game, the third quarter, uh, Zubin. 50-20, to 20, the Rockets outscore them when they're humming along. It, it's, it's not beautiful precision passing like you see out of the Warriors. It's not just elite athleticism like you see with some of the teams. But when they're revved up like that, Zubin, they do look like the best team in the NBA. It was unbelievable. And it really makes you wonder what happened in Game 3. Um, because it's one of those situations where D'Antoni said, look, look, if we come out with the same level of intensity that we did in game number three, and we're going to lose this game too. And I don't think that was just coach speak. I think that was one of those situations where you know when the Warriors are the Warriors in their prime 2015, 16, 17, this year is a little bit different because they suffered a ton of injuries and didn't get the top seed. But in years past, the Warriors would just steamroll a team like the Timberwolves. Just steamroll them. And the Timberwolves, i got to give them a ton of credit. They have a lot more talent than a number eight seed would indicate. I mean, you could build a team around Jimmy Butler. You could build a team around Carl Anthony Towns. And the Wolves have them both. And they're an eight seed. That just goes to show you how great the West is. But I think Houston really needed that game 
to validate just how good they were in the regular season because the whispers are still there despite everything that they've done. When Gordon's three went down basically to end the third quarter, it was, it was a surreal sight because if you were watching the game last night, they had 50 points at the intermission, and then they came out in the third and had 50. So they had 50 points in the third when they had 50 points combined going into the half. And Jimmy Butler was just in one of those situations after the game where he was almost like incredulous. It's like, we just can't give up. You know, it was the most obvious statement, but he was just sitting there almost saying to himself, we can't, we can't give up 50 points. <laughs> we can't give up 50 points to the best team in the NBA and expect to do anything. If you were watching the show, and I know, Trent, you follow the Wolves, uh, it just, you could just see the difference between a young team that has a little bit of confidence and an older team that's got a ton. They did a lot of shots of Carl Anthony Towns, and he just had his you know, fingers pressed on the bridge of his nose, mm-hmm. and he just looked completely lost. And this is an incredibly talented player who's going to be great for years to come. But, you know, if there's any example of why the playoffs are different, and maybe the Sixers are bucking that trend, and maybe, you know, we'll find out it's a little bit different for them. But it really does give you the example of why experience is so important. You know, Butler was out there just saying, hey, man, we can't, we can't allow this to happen. And Carl Anthony Towns has not been able to get it going pretty much at all the entire series. And yesterday you started to see some of that frustration on his face there. Uh, we're speaking with Zuba Mahente from ESPN. Uh, he's on the uh, Stephen, F- Stephen C. Fuller hotline. He's the dentist of the uh, Ken Miller Show. Two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 2822 East 29th. And then in Altoona, 410 8th Street Southwest. Stephen Fuller hotline is where we pick up with Zubin Mahente. Uh, Zubin, back to basketball in a second. In fact, let's stay there so don't get disjointed. Um, you mentioned Philadelphia. Remarkable story. Got a chance tonight to knock off Miami. Here's the team I want to get to, Zubin. And I do want you know to, to get you to opine on the Sixers because this is a fun team to watch. Another one of those young teams. But what about the New Orleans Pelicans? Where did this come from, Zubin? Uh, as I've said for the last couple of weeks, I don't think I've ever watched the New Orleans Pelicans play in their history until this playoff run. <laughs> I really haven't. They were so darn good. Uh, I know that they have Golden State uh, up next, assuming they win, and they yeah. will. But, right, I mean, right. how far can they go? Well, what the thing about them is that two things, I think, right off the bat. Number one, shows you power of the West, where they're a six seed. I mean, they, they are a six seed in the West, and that just goes to show you, I think, the top balance of power in the conference. Again, if we're talking about the Wolves having two franchise players and them sneaking in at the eighth, it just goes to show you a tick above them or a tick or two above them is the Pelicans. So it just goes to show you, again, how top-heavy the West is. Because when you watch New Orleans and look at the amount of talent they have on the floor, you're like, the sixth seed? Really? I mean, it's pretty unbelievable. The other thing about them that I really like, and I was actually mentioning this to somebody yesterday, besides the notion, we got a very, you know, we got to mention that, you know, Boogie Cousins is not playing. Right. So think about the nature of not having somebody like that. He ruptured his left Achilles uh, back in January. Obviously, he's, you know, there for moral support. You'll see him in the crowd, but he's not playing right now. So you got to temper everything with the Pelicans, say to yourself, they may look good and you may be impressed by them, but imagine, imagine how much more potent, stronger they would be if they had Cousins. I will tell you this, though. The guy I feel really good for in all this, and this is the guy that I think made the whole thing go. I don't think he's getting a lot of credit because they've had a lot of guys step up besides Anthony Davis, the Pelicans have, that people that have been watching this series. But the guy that doesn't get a lot of credit that I think deserves a ton of credit is Alvin Gentry. And I'll tell you why. 
Um, Alvin Gentry was Steve Kerr's right-hand man in Golden State. And when Steve had the back problems, uh, at that time he had departed to take the Pelicans' job. Who wouldn't, you know, Anthony Davis was your guy. We're going to build a team around him. I'm going to take that job. Um, I want to be a head coach again. He was the head coach of the Phoenix Suns. And he left. And from the moment he got there, the team was just riddled with injuries. Anthony Davis is amazing, but he can't stay healthy in many cases. And what was happening was Steve Kerr got his back hurt. Luke Walton steps in, goes 39-4 and in place of Steve Kerr. And Gentry likely would have been that guy because he was one of the more experienced guys on the staff. They had a guy named Ron Adams who's quote-unquote Kerr's defensive guy. But there's a lot of people that think, many people that think actually, that when Kerr got hurt, you know, Walton was the young guy, didn't really have a lot of experience. If you have a guy like Gentry, the former NBA head coach, as one of your assistants, maybe he's the guy that fills in. Suddenly, he goes 39-4. and four. You never know what kind of opportunities open. Instead, instead of going 39-4 and four and being along for the ride, the crest of the wave for the title, he takes the New Orleans job, and they're struggling right out of the gate. They hadn't made the playoffs this year since 2015. He runs an up-tempo brand of offense, which Kerr gave him a lot of credit for, in Golden State. So I'm really happy for Gentry, and I think he's the unsung hero of this because he left. It was a big gamble to leave the Warriors because of everything the Warriors were doing. And it looked like a bad gamble at first because the team couldn't keep it together. Anthony Davis wasn't healthy, but he stuck through it. Management and ownership stuck with him. And now you have a guy that's going to be leading a team that has Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins and Holiday and a couple of other guys that you could really – and playoff Rondo. Basketball fans know about right. playoff Rondo. He's not just Rondo anymore. He's playoff Rondo. It's a great story for Alvin Gentry. So I'm really happy for him because this could have really went sideways, and now he's going to be in a position where he's going to have these two guys moving forward. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of credit to him, even though nobody will talk about him because it's way more fun to talk about Anthony Davis uh, and the other guys. But he's really made it work. Zubin, let's jump into the NBA, NFL draft from the NBA and uh, want to get your thoughts uh, at the top and the quarterbacks. It seems like everybody's got their favorite, everybody that they would be going with. Out of this group, who do you like the most? Man, who do I like the most? Um, I'll be honest with you. I like Baker Mayfield. I really yeah. do. Um, I've probably watched more Baker Mayfield than anybody else. Obviously, if that's the barometer, I haven't seen enough of Josh Allen. Um, strangely though, if you asked me that a couple of years ago, I would have tell you, I've seen a lot of Carson Wentz. It's just a matter of, you know, when people are on, how much they've been in the consciousness. And Allen was just a guy that sort of came out of nowhere. Um, but to me, Baker's my guy in terms of the guy I really believe has a ton of upside. There's been a couple of, uh, you know, scrapes along the way, even here in the draft process for him that he might like to have back. But then again, maybe he wouldn't like to have that. Maybe that's part of who he is. Every time we talk and we talk about guys like this, I'm always going to be of the, let the guy be the guy, don't change his DNA. But one thing we ran, Ken, you might appreciate this, one thing we ran on SportsCenter last night is for the first time, uh, I don't know if this is something you're involved in, but for the first time, uh, Las Vegas has put out NFL draft Mm -hmm. prop bets, and the one we ran last night, I thought this was fun. Uh, And again, when you're sitting there in the middle of the night, everything, you know, just trying to have a little fun, but um, you can get uh, minus 200 on the first overall pick. The first person he hugs is his mom. So you've got <laughs> minus 200 on that if you want it. So I think that's a pretty safe bet. After all, mom's important to put all of us where we are. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. We're going to have a college game day 
component to the draft, too. I was talking to Kirk last Saturday after a day after the Alabama uh, spring game. He's going to be a part of it. So they're going to have a lot of college-themed action as well, where they fit from a college perspective, because that's one thing over the years that there hasn't really been a lot of that I think a lot of fans are excited about. Obviously, there's a little more competition from the NFL Network and Fox this year. So we're trying to offer a little bit of a different bent, a little bit of a different perspective. But uh, keep an eye on the number one pick, whoever it is, and his mom. Mm, interesting. Uh, you know, back to uh, ESPN and United ESPN. So you, you get a break from you – know, I'm, I'm assuming you get into the break room at some point, into that lunchroom that Arnold Palmer and the crew made famous there when he was pouring himself <laughs> in Arnold Palmer. Uh, did you see Kurt Warner? No. I mean, obviously I know there's been a lot of speculation about who's going to be on Monday Night Football. Uh-huh. My guess is – you know, obviously tongue-in-cheek here with filming the commercials and all of that. Um, I think it's one of those situations where that's just, to me, and I've said this before, um, I think you need somebody that the viewer immediately recognizes. Because while Tony Romo didn't have the experience, and you know, I think Sean McManus is going to be you know, given plaudits for the rest of time, he really may have changed the way that analysts are hired and the people that are considered um, he's sort of changed the paradigm to know that you don't really have to have experience. The most important thing is the viewer has to know who you are. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I think Barry is so great. For the 95% of people that don't follow hockey, Ken, I know you're in the other 5%. Those 95% know and trust Barry Melrose. So when it's time to watch Ovi and Sid the Kid, they trust Barry's opinion. And that's where I think Kurt falls. He may be working for the NFL Network. I know he's called some Thursday night games. He's worked some games with Mike Tirico. The most important thing today for an analyst isn't a guy that played 30 years ago or has been in the booth for 35 years. It's a guy that somebody that's 35, 70, or 15 (laughs) can recognize. And that's the most important thing. That's what Tony showed. Recent retiree keeps you in touch with the game. But whether you're, Ken, I know you have a son, whether it's your son's age or your age or my age, and that might be three different groups of people, Trent and I are kind of in the same age group. Everybody knows Tony Romo, and I would assume anybody that's a sports fan in that particular window of time would know Kurt Warner. So I don't know if it's going to be Kurt or who it's going to be, but much like Coach Gruden, it's got to be some, or Coach Madden, it's got to be somebody. And even Chris Collinsworth is the guy that I think people grew to know. Maybe a lot of younger people didn't know him from his playing days. You've got to get somebody that on first blush, you look at them or you see their name, and you're like, oh, that guy. I think that is more important for a role like this than anything else because you've got to be able to uh, appreciate and you've got to be able to bring in a wide swath of people. And sometimes this name recognition is important, frankly, as anything else out there. Couldn't agree with you more. Subin, I know that, uh, unfortunately, we still got a number of months before college football and you guys have been doing your car wash, et cetera, and reporting from all of the uh, media days that uh, take place in July. I think the SEC is first again this year. Um, how early do you guys start planning for your college football, what you guys are going to do during the fall months, and um, is there anything you can share with us, uh, assuming that some of those meetings and some of those plans have already uh, come to fruition or are in place, if nothing else? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of discussion here lately because last week we, you know, the Longhorn Network aired the Texas spring game. We had the Alabama spring game. Week prior to that, I uh, had a chance to speak with Dabo about the Clemson spring game and their quarterbacks. And then obviously the Georgia spring game is fascinating too with fields on Saturday. So right now there's actually a lot more uh, discussion about it than you would think. But one thing we're working on, just to keep your viewers in mind, and I'll give you more details on it when we have more, but this is something that's really interactive and we're trying to get a lot of our viewers in on 
and this is something that I actually did the other day, uh, next year college football is celebrating its 150th anniversary uh, from 1869, and we are putting together the 150 moments to remember from all of us, all of our staff. And it doesn't matter what you have as a memory, when you started following it, where you grew up. They just want your one memory that made you think about college football differently than any other sport. So what we're going to do is we're going to unveil ours. We're going to go 150 days out from the start of the 2019 season. And every single day as you count down from 150 all the way down to the eve of the season and then the 2019 season, we'll have a different memory from somebody that works at ESPN about it. But what we're going to do is we're going to have a component where we're going to have fans or your listeners be able to upload their favorite memory. And it could be anything, anytime, anywhere, with your family, at a game, this, that. It could be a story about Hayden and Bo Schembechler. It could be the pink locker room. It could be Brad Banks coming out of nowhere for the Heisman. The one I gave, I was lucky enough to be on the sidelines uh, for Tate Holloway. Yep. And that was an amazing moment considering Warren Holloway had never caught a touchdown pass in his career. And on the final game, final play, <laughs> he does it yep. in Saban's swan song at LSU. So when I get more details, I'll let you know. But keep that in mind for any of your listeners out there, Iowa, Iowa State, or transplants, wherever you guys are from, whoever's listening, to be able to kind of match our thoughts and put yours out there. We're going to do a real big thing for the 150th anniversary coming next season. Good stuff, Zubin. We will uh, run you down next week, as we always do, and appreciate when you come on. Thank you, Zubin Mahente. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Zubin Mahente, ESPN. He said that the first two that popped into my head, yeah, was that one. Mm-hmm. Tate the Holloway, I'm sure. Was that you too? Yes, yes. Uh, Seneca versus Texas Tech. Ah, that's those good. are the two plays to me. The iconic ones. Well, still for Iowa lore, it's still the kick. Yeah, sure. Rob Hoffman. Yep, yep. Knocking off number mm-hmm. one, number two. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen those very often. In fact, the only one in our state that we've ever seen. That one's certainly up there, and. Well, just the whole game with Ohio State last year. 55-24. Yeah, you liked that one, didn't you? I mean, it's... Why wouldn't you? It's still stupid. That it's, game is... You know what? I think you just said you described it appropriately. They're stupid. There's no way mm-hmm. that should have happened. And it's still being talked about, and it's going to be talked about even more Forever. this coming weekend. Ever. Yes. I, I always like to use the adage, you know, we're not going to be bouncing our grandkids on our knee talking about this. That will be one. Mm-hmm. I'll be bouncing my grandkids on my knee, mm-hmm. talking about being in the building, that environment, that defensive line that was, some people said, one of the best of all time. Yeah. And I would just took it to them. Yeah, they did. I would team really did. Followed it up with 50 yards of and total offense against Wisconsin. And the stadium looked so spectacular oh, that night, too. It was. That was, watching, as I said last week, watching Josh Jackson in, their, you know, in one of the draft previews, mm-hmm. they kept coming back to his game against the Buckeyes. And as I said, watching the game at the time, maybe it didn't, because you're watching the game and the play, but watching the stadium, I really noticed it for the first It looked phenomenal, Trent. And the oddest, the most different kind of environment, difficult to describe, just the roar, the almost, I think I described it to you, almost people laughing. Mm, I bet. Yeah. I, I told you last night about what, laughing at the T-Wolves and they're yeah. getting destruct, destructed by the uh, Rockets. It was the same kind of thing. Everyone's looking around like, how is this happening? How is how was this happening against this Ohio State team? It was uh, such a crazy different environment. And you know, another one that might go down in Cyclone Lord and we'll look back upon, the Alan Lazard catch against Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, obviously pretty important. Yes. I mean, the and 
And if Iowa State keeps building on that, mm-hmm. one of those turning point mm-hmm. moments, without your starting quarterback, go down there, beat Oklahoma, a very good Oklahoma team, that might be one that continues to move up the ranks throughout the year. Yeah, but does it will it will it pass Seneca's run? If Matt Campbell wins the Big Twelve title, maybe it should. Maybe it should. Because what did that tech what did that Iowa State team do? Uh, I think it was a spectacular they, 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 individual. Was that, the, was that the year? The was that Connecticut year? I don't think it was. Is that when they limped to the finish. And I think finished it was six, and six. Yeah, and then and then uh, went to Seneca Boise. Got hurt in, in Boise. Yeah, I, I think you could be right. All right, we'll come back. We'll finish up the hour. It's the Ken Miller Show. Uh, Trent and I are here until two. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, at about one thirty or thereabout. Josh uh, Martin on the NBA at about one fifteen. We will come back. It's uh, seventeen hundred KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregistered.com backslash the sparkle run. When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home. Your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. If you run a small business, you know there's nothing small about it. Dell's Small Business Technology Advisors are here to help with solutions tailored to your business. And for a limited time, get up to 35% off select PCs with Intel Core processors, plus free shipping on everything. Talk to a Dell Small Business Advisor today at 877-BY-DELL or visit dell.com slash business deals. That's 877-BY-DELL. Mom has her own special place in your heart, and Mother's Day is the perfect time to find the Pandora gifts that celebrate everything she is. At Jared, the Galleria of Jewelry, it could be a bracelet Jared's experts help you create or a special gift set just for mom, like the Flourishing Hearts gift set, just $99, or melt her heart with a Pandora Love for Mother charm, a Jared exclusive for just $55, while supplies last. Exclusive gifts from Pandora. That's why he went to Jared. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you, so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Trent and I gapped too long with Zubin Mahente. NBA and NFL conversation coming up as well as a CBS Sports update. We'll be back with a 1 o'clock hour. Don't go away. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. 